Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. On today's episode, I am joined by the wonderful Jenny Hilton, who is going to share her real life journey in moving from being a fitness instructor, which she'd been for over nine years, to becoming a business owner in the fitness industry. Jenny, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talking to you. Cool. So as always, I'm going to jump straight in. As most of our listeners know by now, we're going to we're going to go through a little bit of your journey. So what I'm intrigued about, you you went into the fitness industry as an instructor. So I'm assuming at that stage, were you like freelancing in a gym? Were you working for a gym as an employee? Where were you at the time when you got into fitness? Well, I kind of fell into fitness by accident. And I'll explain what I mean by that. In the sense of my sister started a fitness business, um, again, kind of like me, a bit randomly. Um, And she was having, I was going to her classes as a a participant, really enjoying it. And then she started to have an injury and she was like, well, you know, all the routines and and, you know, you can go teach. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I can't. (laughs) I was terrified. Um, But she convinced me in the end. I went on the course and did the course and I started teaching it. And that's kind of how I fell into it. I wasn't ever planning on being a fitness instructor. It was never my sort of child, childish wish kind of thing. I actually wanted to be on Broadway, but well, I can't sing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it, it, it kind of fell into it in that way. But then as soon as I started doing it, I just got that rush, that buzz. And I loved it so, so much that I was like, I need to keep doing this. I, I just need to, and I need more of this. Um, and so I, I sort of took on more classes uh, and I've, I was mainly still teaching for um, my sister's business still and that's where I've been for the last sort of few years it was actually around this time last year that I stopped working for her business to concentrate on JH Fitness um, which is my my business um, but I've worked in gyms I've worked in leisure centres kind of worked in various places covered um, other community classes as well so it's been a very big mix of different areas different places um, gyms are a bit more interesting because they're very uh, structured um, and I always felt a bit out of place with those whereas I think community fitness is where my heart lies because uh, it's where you get just a, a massively d- different group of individuals who are all there for the same goal who just want to smile have fun and enjoy themselves and just yeah and, and get fit and that's where my heart lies and, and that's why I've gone into the community fitness business rather than um, sort of just carrying on working for gyms and other, and other places like that. Now that's brilliant I know not everybody's going to know what you mean by community fitness. I believe I do. But what do you mean by community fitness? So community fitness, as opposed to a gym or a leisure centre or even a studio, it is literally you are taking your classes out into the community. You are hiring halls like churches and and village halls and all these kind of places. And you are working with your community. You're, the people that are coming to classes, they're not paying a membership for a gym and just coming to a class that you're teaching. They're not playing, paying the leisure centre. They are coming to your specific class to be part of your community. And that's what I wanted to JH Fitness. I wanted a community that I could build up of, of like-minded individuals who who wanted to get fit, who wanted to kind of escape for a little bit, uh, meet other people, have that social time. And that's a lot of what the community fitness is. It's about social. It's about you know. I know some of my crew when they turn up and they're like, "Hi guys, 
days and they're telling them about their week and what they've been up to and what their kids have done and and it's like it's like going for a social but you get a fit at the same time so it's great it's like a double whammy that's cool and i know there's you know there's ver- there's various different guises for fitness uh, businesses and yours isn't about being a pt and teaching people how to lift weight yours is specifically uh about classes fitness classes um aerobics all that sort of stuff so what what's your biggest passion because i know one of your classes actually falls into your big passion area so which class is your biggest passion i mean i love all my classes um like my babies but i think my favorite has to be broadway boogie it's a dance fitness class but it's to music from broadway west end movie musicals and it's basically me reliving my, my childhood dream of being on the stage but I don't have to sing, so it's fine. <laughs> um, I mean, I do sing along, and I feel so sorry for my crew when I do, because I'm like, sorry, guys, can't sing, I know. Um, but we just have so much fun, and like, I get them all singing along as well, and we just have such a good laugh with it. I mean, I love all the other classes. I teach them Fit Steps, which is basically Strictly Come Dancing, but in a workout without a partner, which is amazing. Um, and I have like a, our Glow Beats class, which is in the dark with glow sticks, disco lights, banging tunes, you know, you're just having so much fun and I think that's what I love about classes and and specifically the types that I teach really I mean I do do some other ones like hit and and what have you but I find dance is where my crew love the most where I love the most because it doesn't feel like it's exercise it feels like you're just having a laugh for 45 minutes and you just happen to get fit at the same time um I mean the reason I started JH Fitness actually was from uh, to deal with the mental health and social and emotional rather than physical I obviously am aware that when you do fitness, the physical side is part of it. So I always call that the bonus. Um, so a little bit background about myself. I suffer from depression and anxiety and I have for over 20 years. And for a long, long time, I didn't know how to deal with it. I was on tablets, I was I was having counseling, CBT, you name it, I've probably done it. And then obviously I started doing fitness and it was like something just clicked in my brain. It was like, where has this been all my life? Like, what, how have I not come across fitness before? Because it honestly is one of the best forms of helping for mental health I've ever come across. I mean, we all know about the happy endorphins that get released when you're doing fitness and da 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 da, da. but it, it just seems to transcend that, at least for me anyway. And I know a lot of the people that come to my classes who suffer kind of a similar um, issues they find the same Uh, and that's one of the reasons why jh fitness started and it's one of the reasons why it's still going because and that's where my niche is it's where i work for i attract the people who want to not think about life for 45 minutes who want to just get lost in their their dance and and see their friends and have a laugh and, and and work on their mental health and their emotional health and as i said they'll all say the physical side's just a bonus Brilliant. And just for the listeners, if you can hear the odd whoosh going by every now and then, don't panic. It's just the traffic going past Jenny's house. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Don't apologise, Jenny. So we'll come back to that later about the anxiety and things, because I know it it really hit you big during COVID, as it did many people. But before we go down down that route, I, I just wanted to find out for you, you know, you were working for your sister, you probably had to turn up for classes and that was about it. Do the class, that was it when it came to business. What were the biggest changes for you when you decided to actually do this as part of your own brand and your own business? 
it was a, definitely a wake-up call, that's for sure. <laughs> Often so, is. As a, as a normal fit pro, the main things you kind of have to worry about is you obviously turn up and teach the class. You have to make sure you're learning new choreography and making sure your class is safe and effective and, and sort of, you know, finding music and doing your tax return. That's pretty much about as far as it goes as a normal fit pro. Coming to business, that was a whole different kettle of fish. I had to learn how to, like, you know, do budgets and, and make sure I'm paying for hall hire and, and marketing. That's still something that likes to evade me. Um, still learning about that. I mean, I've been in business for nearly three years, and I'm still times when I go, how, what do I do here? I don't know. Like, how am I going to get people in? And like things that worked maybe a year ago no longer work now, and and things that you you know other people are doing aren't working for you. So it's it's not a one size fits all when it comes to fitness and marketing. To be fair, I don't think it's a one size fits all for any kind of marketing and any kind of business. To be honest, um, but yeah, I've had to learn so much about that, and that was the biggest thing for me was just learning that you're going to make mistakes and you have to just keep learning from them and figuring out what works and what doesn't. But the thing, the biggest thing was for me was just remembering why I'm doing what I'm doing. And my why is always, I have actually framed on my wall what my why is for why I do my business. Um, and I've recently started a, a fitness, Rachel Holmes' Fitness Business Academy as well. And she's always going on about my why. So yeah, that's been my big thing was to, why am I doing what I'm doing? When everything got stressful, when, you know, I just didn't want to do it anymore. And it was like, this is too hard, you know. I kind of have to remember why I did that. So a lot of it was just learning how to run a business because you don't, there's no like class or course you can go to, like you can't go to university really and learn how to run a business. You can learn business, but it's not quite the same as just running a business and, and how to integrate it with the industry you're in. And that's been my biggest thing is, is just learning how to. I've seen other people, I've seen kind of what they've done and I've tried to emulate that and realize it doesn't work. And then I get frustrated and want to throw things across the room, but then I have a really good day and it just cancels out all the other stuff. And I see my people in front of me and they're having such fun and they come and tell me how great the class was. And I'm just like, that's why I do it. That's why it's worth it. Yeah. And that's why I do what I do. And, and often, I mean, one of the biggest forms of marketing is referral, getting happy customers to refer other people mm. that want what you're doing. So, you know, when you've got the happy customers and they're coming back and saying, this is great, I love it, then that's part of your marketing anyway to me. Yeah, and that does mostly work. The problem with, with things, obviously, with COVID is that a lot of people are just scared to come yeah. to classes at the moment. Um, so I can get all the referrals I want in the world, <laughs> but if they don't want to come, I can't make them. Um, no. And I think it's also with fitness, a lot of it is down to motivation. There's a lot of people that they really want to get fit and, and do these things and come to these classes. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, they go, oh, I can't be asked to get off my sofa. Oh, I've had a long day at work, can't be bothered. And it, it, all these things go through their head. And then in the end, they decide they don't gonna, they're not going to go. I mean, you get some hardcores. I've got some of my crew that are literally there for every single class without fail. That, you know, I probably know them, their, their life story more than I know my own. Um, but they're like family to me. You know, they're not just participants that just turn up. I know their names. I know their husbands. I know what they ate for breakfast last week. You know, I know all of those things. Because they say to me on a regular, how do you know everyone's name? Like, how do you remember it all? I'm like, honestly, I have no idea how I remember all of your names. But it's like, how do you not forget your sister's name or your, or your, your dog's name or your brother? You know, you become family. So you, you can't help but know them. And I think 
that's an, another reason why I love community fitness because it is so much more personal than being in a gym or a leisure center or anything else. You do feel like you're just dancing with your family every week. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, knowing, knowing your customers' names, that's actually called customer service, Jenny. So you, you know, you're amazing at customer service. That's fab. Now you've mentioned, um, what I like to call the C word, uh, COVID. We know it's impacted a lot of people. There's certain industries that, you know, hospitality, events, fitness, that all stopped overnight. What was the impact for you in terms of your business when when COVID hit? It was huge. Um, it still actually upsets me just thinking about how much it changed. I mean, my my classes were full. I was guessing, I mean, my capacity was like 40 people. I was getting 35, 40 every week without fail. I was earning decent, really good money. I was I was actually at a point where, because I, for the for, listen, for your listeners who didn't know, I actually have a full-time job as well. I work for, for the NHS in IT security. It's not what I love at all. It pays my bills. But I want to be able to go full time in my business and, and make my passion my job. That's what I want to do. Um, and I was getting very, very close to it. I was looking to a point of if I kept up the momentum I had pre-COVID, I would have gone full time beginning of this year. Unfortunately, then COVID hit and, well, we had to shut down everything overnight. But not only that, so people could continue the, to keep their health and fitness going because well, we all know with COVID, the healthier you are, the less likely you are going to be affected by it. So us as fit pros, we all felt that we had a, a duty to support and help our fellow participants in whatever way we could. So, and I, I, I can actually remember the timeline to a, a key T. On the Monday before we went into lockdown was when I found out. Wednesday, I had my last class in person. By the Friday, I'd figured out how to go online and I taught a class online. It if compared to my setup now, it was the it was the most basic worst setup you could ever come across in your life. I had a microphone to the side of me, I was shouting into rather than my normal head mic that I have. And I had like my laptop and I was in my living room and it, oh, it was a nightmare. But I knew that I had to figure out a way to be able to support my crew. So I can remember all the groups as well in all the Facebook groups for all the fit pros were all going. So what equipment are you using? How do you do this? And what we got, what's going on? Ah! And it was chaos. <laughs> um, but I, I, I said to myself, well, you just got to adapt. You've got to flip and figure something out and, 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 and get yourself online no matter what it takes. And obviously as time went on, tech was developed and, um, you know, tech companies came forward like sound dynamics um, who I use for all, my tech they they were like okay we've got this wire we've got this um mixer we've got all this that you can use i mean i don't even want to think about how much i spent but it was at least over a grand on tech in just the space of about four months um yeah it was just learning how to adapt and how to bring stuff online but it was to me it was like well, okay i'm not earning much money but and, and a lot of what i spent in that first few months of covid came out my own pocket the business wasn't making enough money to warrant it. Luckily, I had some savings still from pre-COVID. So, and I just poured every last thing I had into that business to keep it going. To keep, but it wasn't for the business. It was for the people that were coming, the people that were still coming to support me, who still wanted to keep getting fit, even if they were in the living room, surrounded by all their kids and their dogs. We had, we had a great like every 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 class it was right who's whose cat or whose dog is sitting you know what, what what's their name and like what are they up to today <laughs> became a bit of a thing um and we, we just 
supported each other and that was one of the biggest things was just trying to support each other through fitness and you know we didn't just do classes we did scavenger hunches online we did quizzes we did all sorts coffee mornings you name it we did it on online to keep everyone from going completely loopy in lockdown <laughs> yeah um, it, w- it was quite amazing in a way how much stuff did come out literally as a way of people connecting while they were in um, what I call lock-in, not lockdown. We weren't down, guys. We were just indoors. Um, So you pivoted your business. You adapted it, which is the skill of any great business owner because the one thing you can't control is the environment. So you have to change and adapt to it. Are you still now doing some of your classes online? Is it still part of your business um, structure, if you like? Um, yeah, so it actually gave, paved the way for what we call hybrid classes now. So what we actually do is a lot of our classes we run in person, but we have a laptop in the front in front of the instructor, and literally we are teaching to both. You do feel a little bit like a Churchill nodding dog because you're looking up, up at the screen, back at the screen, and you do feel like it took a bit of getting used to to do that to begin with because we'd either been in person or at a screen. Now we're like, oh gosh, we've got two different people to look at. Um, so that was a, an interesting learning curve um, for myself um, and obviously for my team as well because my, my, all of my team literally came on board to teach for me in lockdown. They had never taught a class before. They were all participants. Um, they recognised the need. I needed somebody to support me because I couldn't teach while I was off sick. Um, I'll get into that in a bit. And they've had to learn as well. So we've all been learning together and it's, it's kind of like a bonding experience. Um, but I have online crew now and I have in-person crew and they all just love it. They absolutely love the classes and, you know, we just have a giggle. Um, but it, it's, it's interesting that you are, we are able to reach more people now through the power of being online as well. So yeah, the hybrids, are, some of them we don't do hybrid, um, mainly because the lighting in one of the venues is just so bad that there just wouldn't be much point. Um, but yeah, most of our classes now have the new structure of hybrid. And also my on-demand library was, was born. I would, it was something I think I always thought about way in the future, but never something that was going to happen as quickly as it did because I had a lot of people who couldn't make the classes in person or online and they I still wanted them to be able to get fit so we started recording the classes that we did and putting them online and in a specific place people accessed them and it was like okay this seems to be a thing maybe we should like do more of this <laughs> to the point now that my on-demand library has over 200 workouts and which we filmed in the last year and I'll be filming again in a couple of weeks time actually so we, we spend about six hours once every three months and just film loads and loads of content for them so it, it just means and i said i've got quite a few now who are using it so it means that they can still get fit despite the fact that there's no live classes for them to attend because there's time childcare, you know all those things so that's interesting so you're actually your business has gone from being a community fitness business to be in an online live classes, to be in online or on demand. And all that was all, it sounds like it was in your plan somewhere along the line, but it all basically came together due to mm. one external event that forced you to do it sooner. It's how business goes sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, online was never in the cards. It was not something that I'd ever thought about. Um, and it, there are still challenges with online um, in the sense of with the um, we had a, an online music license that we were able to use for original artist music. Unfortunately, PRS decided that they didn't want to continue with letting us have that license. 
So we had to get rid of quite a few of the classes that we were doing, which is which was really sad because we knew how much they loved them. Um, and, and I mean, there's a new, there's been new stuff, stuff sorted out and we're in the process of getting things um, organised to get the licensing, to get the music, but it's so much of a hassle. <laughs> and, and I commend the companies like Community Fitness Network and e um, Exercise Movement and Dance, some of our governing bodies who are working tirelessly on our behalf to get all of this kind of content and, and get this kind of licensing and laws put into place so that we can continue what we're doing and helping others. So big shout out to them as well, because especially during lockdown, they were fantastic. The amount of resources and help, support, everything they, were, they gave us was just incredible. Um, so yeah, definitely a big shout out to them. And that's, that's fascinating, isn't it? Because as, as an instructor working for your sister, you probably never had any notion that there was all this licensing in the background for the music you use. You just turned up and played what was on the class. And suddenly yeah. as a business owner, you're now having to deal with the fact that your classes can't run if you haven't got a license for the music that they include. I, yeah. you know, a lot of people, I didn't realize that would be the case. And yet I ought to have done because obviously even if you want to play music in a pub, in a public environment, you need a PRS license. So it seems logical, doesn't it? Anyway, mm. as COVID continued, as you started to to sort of meet a different form of demand, things got to a point for you where you had to get your team to come in and fill a gap for you. Yeah. What What was the situation for there and how did it impact your business? So as I, as I said earlier, I've obviously suffered from depression and anxiety for sort of over 20 years. Um, it got really, really bad last year. And I think a lot of that I've now come to the realisation was because I'm a very extroverted person. I need to be around people. I need to be with people. I'm just being stuck in the house with my other half, who I love dearly, but <laughs> just being with him all the time. And, and like, you know, the interactions online, you have, we have to have everyone on mute when they're doing online because otherwise the noises will interact with the, with the class and it, it just doesn't work. Um, and just not being able to like, cause we, we do a bit of ogging and we whooping and you know, we're doing all sorts. Um, and not having that really took it all away from me and it really hit me hard. And I was still working for my sister's business. I was still working for my business, obviously still working full time. Um, I'm also an ambassador for one of our booking systems, Jim Catch. So I was supporting instructors as well. So I was basically, pulling myself in all different directions to the point I was about to stretch myself out and snap, which is essentially what I did. Um, things escalated, kept escalating, and I had I suffered from a, a severe mental breakdown. Um, that I wasn't wasn't quite to the point where I was hospitalised, but basically the 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 powers that be well the powers that be the uh, expert said I wasn't far off. I was like, okay, good to know. Um, I was signed off work for sick. I was given tablets and basically said, you know, you. Well, the fact, despite the fact they told me I couldn't teach, I couldn't anyway. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't function. Everything, even just sort of literally going for a shower or cooking dinner was just beyond me. Um, and it's something that um, really affects me still thinking about it today. I mean, because I've always had issues like that, but I've never been in, in that position. And I was like, well, I've got a business to run. I can't teach. What am I supposed to do? Um, and luckily, a couple of my participants came forward and said, well, you know, we love the class. We're happy to train up and teach the class for you. And I was like, okay, I can't afford to pay you. That's fine. We don't want to get paid. We just want to do it. Um, and they came on board as volunteer instructors. So I, I pay the, like, the expenses and they teach the class. And I think one of them, she did the course. 
uh, passed it within two days and was teaching three days after. Wow. Which is incredible. <laughs> um, and the other, I mean, she's got a background in theatre and dance and, 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 so, and so on and so forth. So for her, it was a bit easier. My other instructor who came on board, she's never taught fitness in her life. She's never taught anything in her life. She's never been an instructor in any way, shape or form, but she rose the challenge and she smashes it, she absolutely smashes it every week. Um, and she's fabulous, so enthusiastic. Like she really gets into the character of her classes and it's great. My, my crew love her. And then obviously my third instructor, she'd been always been a, a participant of classes. She knew that she knew all my choreography. She knew the routine. She was like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll go train and I'll do it. And I was like, wow. I mean, just knowing that my crew cared enough about me and my business because of, of what I'd given them, that they wanted to support me back. And then one of my other participants, she was like, well, I'll help you with the social media side. I'll post stuff to send me what you want me to post and crack on. And they literally took over overnight. And it was the biggest relief I could ever come across because I was like, I don't know how, I was ready to fold at that point because I was thinking, well, I can't run a business if it's just me and I'm not functioning. So obviously I kind of thought maybe once I'm back, they'll probably just fade into the background. No, they're still with me now, a year later, smashing out classes and they love it. And my crew love them. Um, and I'm so grateful for them because they're not just there to do the classes. They're there to support me today. I actually taught one of my classes that I haven't taught in every year. I was absolutely petrified before I did it, but knowing that my, some of my team would come on the class just to be there for support just made a massive difference to me. And that's what they are. And we'll bounce ideas off them. You know, they notice things that I don't always notice. Like I'll always send them my um, newsletters before I send them out because I'm like, guys, just check that out, make sure I haven't got anything wrong or I've forgotten something or, and, or when I'm in a bad mood and I write things and they, they'll do a, what they call a sass check to make sure I'm not being too sassy <laughs> and just things like that because sometimes when you're in a mood and like you write something and then you're like probably should check that the next day yeah can <laughs> so you ever kind of can you ever be too sassy Jenny <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think it's more when I'm just sort of like, you know, guys, you know, we, we understand you're really busy and don't want to come to classes kind of thing. And it's just the way I sort of have sometimes worded things because you're so engrossed in the business. You don't always see things from a, yeah. a fresh eyes point of view. And having that team there, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know what I'd do without them. And I would say we've actually been nominated a finalist today for the Community Fitness Awards, which are oh, well today. Done. And uh, we're finalists in the community team group. And I said to the girls, even if we don't win, you guys are winners to me because of what you guys do every day, all the time, all the time for me and the business and how much you support me. Um, I mean, it'd be great to win, obviously, but <laughs> in my eyes, I think we already have because I have the best team. And I know every business will say that about their team, but I really do. Don't know what I'd do without mine. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, that's phenomenal because obviously one of the big things for people that are building a business alongside a job or they're in the early stages, so they, they're doing the thing alone, if you like. That's the biggest issue. What happens if I can't do my job? But the great news is you're on the show, you're back in your business, and things are looking brighter, I suspect. Um, definitely. I mean, I've just come off my tablets in the last month. I'm now back to teaching classes again, and... I'm filming content again and I just feel like I'm a different person and as I said and I owe so much to my team uh, honestly I, I tell them every single day how amazing they are and how much I love them and to the point that they're probably sick of me saying it by now <laughs> um, but I do I literally I, I will hold my hand up and say that they are the reason that my business is still going today that's brilliant Jenny so um 
let me ask you, for those guys out there listening, maybe they're in the fitness industry, maybe they're thinking of, of building a fitness instructor job alongside their current job, or maybe they're thinking of creating another business from their passion. What are the top tips and lessons learned you could give the listeners from your experience of becoming instructor to business owner? Well, for one, have a thick skin. That's, And I would say that to anybody who's doing business, not just fitness because there's going to be times when people are going to tell tell you that you can't do something or you're not good enough or that you know you you even feel yourself sometimes that I can't do this I'm not good enough but having that thick skin to just go right move on let's do this and then, I mean I I tell myself well, I used to tell myself fairly regularly that I would fail no it's not quite so much because I'm realizing that actually I'm not as bad as I think I am at what I do you know and my second tip is you will make mistakes but don't let them get you down learn from them because you could try something about 50 one of my favorite quotes and I think it's Thomas Edison is like I've not failed 10,000 times I've successfully found 10,000 ways that don't work and that's another quote that I have on my fridge because it reminds me on a regular basis that even if I've done marketing in four different ways and it's not worked there's still so many other ways that it can work um and it's just don't give up as well. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how lost you feel, how how you know how to the point where you just think I can't do this anymore. I'm I'm stressed. I'm overworked. Da da da. da. If you love something enough, if you're passionate enough about it, you will put the work in because when you get that reward, I, you can't put the feeling into words. It is incredible to just and I said. And I see it when I sometimes when I've had a really stressful week, when I'm trying to get content created for social media, trying to post, trying to do filming, trying to do editing, teach classes while working full time, supporting my instructors through ambassadorship with gym catch. And I, I mean, I get told a lot by my friends, I'm, I'm like a pocket hurricane because I just don't stop. <laughs> but well, out of all those things, I'll get to Saturday morning when I'm teaching and I see everyone in front of me and they're just smiling, they're giggling, they're having a laugh. And I'm like, this is why. So the, one of the biggest things as well is remember your why. And I know that sounds a bit cliche, a bit cheesy, but you need to hold on to the reason why you started that business in the first place. There's got to have been a reason why you wanted to do it, whether it was to prove someone to someone that you could do it because it's a dream, it's a passion. There's, you know, you wanted to, to do that business for a reason. So that is your why. Hold on to that why. If necessary, do what I did, have it printed out and put it on the fridge. I, well, mine's framed. I have mine framed in my bedroom and it's, it's, it's to help. That's literally, those two words is to help because that's what I do. I want to help people with their mental health, their physical health, their social, emotional, everything. That's what I want to do. That's my why. That's why I love what I do because I know I am helping people and not just others. I'm helping myself as well. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's come it come the passion from that is coming across, Jenny. Um, there is one golden nugget you said earlier that I'm going to remind the the listeners of, and that is whatever you do it you are doing, find 45 minutes a week at least to get your head out the business and go and do something that is gonna give you breathing space. Whether it's fitness, whether it's yoga, or whether it's just going for a walk, remember your mental health is important to your business. So, Jenny, I know you're based in Nottinghamshire with JH Fitness. How do people get hold of you and get in contact with you? So you can find us on Facebook by searching JH Fitness Knots. We're also on on Instagram as well. Or you can go to jhfitness.co.uk, and that's our website. Um, You'll find all the information on our classes, 
um, on our on-demand content, everything that we offer, um, and also you know pop us a message through the website and say hi. You know, I'm always uh, happy to say hi to everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, come join us. We are we're online, we're on in person, and we're on demand. So you've got tons of choice. Brilliant. And we will, of course, get all those links in the show notes for you. So as we end, as we always do, a couple of quick fire questions for you. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Zumba or aerobics and why? Zumba. Why is that? Zumba because I've done aerobics and I've done Zumba, but aerobics I find is just a little bit boring. It's just very sabey. Whereas Zumba is, you've got all the different rhythms. You can go from merengue to salsa to hip hop to you name it. There's nothing that you can't do within Zumba. And it's just so much fun. And again, it just feels like I'm I'm not working out, but I'm just having a laugh in the class and moving my body and just feeling good. Fab. Go for a walk or go for a run? Definitely a walk. I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a runner. I mean, I, I've had a knee injury for quite a long time and I'm not allowed to run anyway. But I love going for a walk because, and I go, and I, sad as it is to some people, I go for a walk every Sunday with my mum. Me and my mum, every Sunday morning, we go for a walk around the park and it's the time in the week that we get to catch up and see each other because she's busy still. With, she, she supports my sister's business. Obviously, I have my own team. She's part of hers. Um, and we just have a catch up. We tell each other what we're doing in the week, but it's slow and, and sedate. So, but it gives me time to get out in nature and not and get out of my own head. And this is the 45 minutes that we were talking about. That's my time out of the business where I can just go and not think about the business. Because even if I'm joining in a class as a participant, I'm still in business mode. Yeah, this is you're still, my still in the business. Yeah, I'm this gonna... is my full on my time, and I love it. Yeah, I was wondering about that because, of course, you doing a, a dance class with your clients, you're still in your business. So I know you're already doing lots to change your part of the world down in Knotts with JH Fitness. But if there's one other thing you could do to change the world, what would it be? Get more people involved in fitness, because. I think, and just getting them to understand the mental and emotional social benefits of a class, how much it, as I said, when people think fitness, they think lose weight, tone up, get fit, all the physical aspects. They forget that the mental aspects, the social and the emotional just make such a huge difference to your life. And, you know, and even if you, I mean, I'm a chair-based instructor as well, and I teach older adults. So even no matter what age you are, it doesn't matter. You can still get that feeling from fitness. And I love teaching chair-based because when you see some of the older generation and you know they've never really done fitness but they're listening to those songs from their era and they're tapping along and they're they're you know they're just having so much fun and it's the, it's the music it's the feeling that to me is why i think everyone should do fitness because it's just such a happy feeling and physically it releases endorphins which is the happy feeling brilliant and what you guys obviously can't do is see Jenny right now because it's a podcast we're on audio but she was actually bouncing along in her chair so <laughs> yeah yep. I can't brilliant. I, I, I dance everywhere supermarkets you name it I will <laughs> dance somewhere <laughs> fabulous so our last question which I always ask every one of my guests Jenny our show is called sweat grit and hustle so which one resonates with you the most sweat grit or hustle and why Oh, that's well, I say sweat because of the fitness. Side. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know, grit for me is the word that stands out of all those three because it's that determination, it's that drive that no matter what I'm going through, 
I remember my why and it's why I keep doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, yes, it is technically probably class as a side hustle and, you know, I do put my blood, sweat and tears into it, but it's that great. It's that, so that's what I hold on to, to keep pushing it forward and keep making it what I want it to be and supporting those who come to the classes. Jenny, we wish you every success in taking your business to the next level. It's been a delight having you here on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been fabulous. So next week we are on to our content week. So we will be bringing you a little bit of content to help you with developing, starting and growing a business. Until then, I'll see you on the flip side. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.